could never been as broke as me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh -huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh -huh. While niggas flirt, I'm throwing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh -huh. You want to see the inside? Huh? I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh -huh. Wow. Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh -huh. It come my intuition. Uh -huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh -huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh -huh. Stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies. Butter crunch. 88. And I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counter part to how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Frank the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position, my corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man. Take a better stand, put money in my mom's hand. Get my daughter this college plan, so she don't need no man. Stay far from timid, only make moves when your heart's in it. And live the phrase, sky's the limit.
nigga never been as broke as me. I like that. When I was young, I had to pay a leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm sewing tigers on my shirt. And alligators. Uh-huh. You want to see the inside? Huh? I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow. Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. It come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. And hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew. Or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh-huh. Stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies. Butter crunch. 88. We got Toronto in chat for my boy Brian. What's mm-hmm. going on? I'm right here. Um, Toronto, what's up, guys? How's life going today? Do you see that abomination abomination chamber match? Bruce is a creative fucking genius. Said nobody ever. Pop quiz. Why book an elimination chamber match with no fucking qualifying matches? And then why book elimination? <laughs> and then why book matches against the people in the chamber? In the chamber match, when neither person, when neither person in the match can fucking lose. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Larry Lockett, is that Larry Lars? What is going on, man? I I believe so. I believe that's him. I believe that's him. What the fuck is up, dude? What is up? Asuka in chamber question mark yes could be really that could is, be um, that is that but what is going on guys we are back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Hills podcast and this is episode 77 of Notorious Unscripted man so if you guys if you guys do uh what's going on bro if you guys do not know how this show works every Monday we are on here with Notorious Unscripted after Raw and Every Friday we are on here with the news, man. Um, yeah. Uh, also, if this is your first time watching, guys, do not know who we are here at the Notorious Hills Podcast. I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show, and that's for the other half. We got my man Sir K here. How's it going, man? It's going good, man. It's going good. Just chilling out. Got everything back good. I think I move my head. Hold on. I move. Yeah, this way. See, I got my CM Punk shirt uh, put up. It's the shirt that we got when we seen his debut or his return live. Other than that, man, I'm just doing good, man. Doing good. Just chilling out, man. Just chilling out. But uh, what about you, man? How have you been? 
I've been good, man. I've been good. Uh, judging off the little picture I played for you guys yeah. in the beginning, I did lose another cat in uh, about a year. Uh, yeah. About a year after each other. Um, yeah, sucks. It sucks, man. But I guess this is life. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it sucks. It sucks. Um, so. But always be remembered. So. That's yeah, abs great. absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, um, past couple of days have been good. Um, <clears throat> past couple of days have been good. Dying Light is amazing. Oh, man, um, it's so good. That game yeah. is so fucking good. Yeah, Dying Light is amazing. Uh, yeah, man, just trying to hold it down, bro. Trying to hold it down. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Durante, I'm sorry. I accidentally uh, I accidentally kept your, your chat hidden. Uh, I... Um, I hit the wrong button, but I remembered what you asked. You said something about why isn't Sasha Banks or what is Sasha Banks going to be doing at WrestleMania? That is a good question. I was thinking about that during Raw. I was thinking about that during Raw, but um, I I don't know. I I don't know, bro. I, really don't. I feel like they might make her some type of host type thing. I, yeah, I could see that. I could see that for sure. Cause they're going to want better. Yeah, cause a lot of people. A lot of people that like the, you know, um, now that she's doing stuff in Hollywood, uh, I feel mm -hmm. like they're definitely going to want her there in, in some capacity. But yeah, man, uh, back to what I was saying. Um, yeah, bro, just trying to hold it down, trying to cope with this stuff, man. It's it's tough, but it's uh, <laughs> we'll get through it. Um, I'm going to keep my other cat right here, uh, as you can see. So he's always with me. Um, he's always with me. That's just things you kind of got to remember uh in these situations um yeah it sucks it sucks but it's life um mm -hmm. yeah uh yeah bro just hell yeah man just trying to trying to hold it down like i said and that's why we're here um mm -hmm. yeah bro uh yeah just trying to do good for not only people that are currently in your life but people you remember uh exactly stuff like that just try to do good for those people and stuff so mm -hmm. yeah um hell yeah man yeah i'm also tearing up thinking about monday night raw that leads me oh. to my next point um <sighs> god if i could man. if i couldn't be sad already about life shit this fucking show just kicks you down the fucking stairs, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck. man. Get raw. Oh. Good God. This fucking show, man. Um, I, I tweeted this out. I tweeted this out uh, as... I tweeted this out as, as, as the show went off the air. This fucking show was boring as sin, man. It was genuinely boring as sin. But, actually, there was actually something. By the grace of God, there was something that happened on SmackDown this oh, week. Wow. Um, uh, Drew McIntyre came back. That's not what we're going to talk about. But, yeah, forgot that happened as well. Oh, there were two things that happened on SmackDown. Forgot about the the open. Oh God! Oh, Roman God. Reigns is standing in the ring. 
Roman Reigns is standing in the ring, and Goldberg. We all heard the rumors. We all heard the speculation. Goldberg was going to be uh, Goldberg was going to be on on, on Roman Reigns or uh, facing Roman Reigns at, at uh, Elimination Chamber. Um, yeah, we all heard it. And it happened here on SmackDown. We talked about this on Friday. You know, personally, I I kind of I kind of been getting the feeling with Roman Reigns already that they're kind of been oversaturating him and kind of putting him in everything that he oh, he does yeah. things he doesn't need to be in, like helping Bobby Lashley defeat Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Jesus, helping Bobby Lashley defeat Brock Lesnar, just situations that he doesn't need to be in, and you know. He's kind of been on a he's kind of been on a rocky mountain. Uh, no matter what mm-hmm. anybody says, that's just the fucking truth. The guy's been on a rocky mountain as of late, man. And here we have the start of a feud with Bill Goldberg for Saudi Arabia. Um, dude, this is horrible. Fucking this Goldberg, man. This dude, and if this dude couldn't. If this dude couldn't try to sound any more badass, but uh, uh, in reality just come off like a fucking old dude trying to be, trying to sound cool as fuck, it's it's Bill Goldberg, bro. This oh, dude, bro. Roman Reigns, I acknowledge you. And, and he's fucking, and he's staring at the ground the whole time, and he lifts his bald fucking head up with this evil grin as my next challenger. Like, dude, you're not, you don't sound badass. You don't sound cool as fuck. Like, dude, get out of here, bruh. What, what is this, man? What is this? Um, oh my God, dude. Really? Really? <laughs> and then, and then the ending of the show, we had another one of these situations, man, but we'll get to that in a second. But he acknowledges Roman, dramatic pause as his next challenger. That's Saudi Arabia. Yeah. You're next. And, you know, God, dude. You know, Goldberg stuff. You're next. Blah, blah, blah. Get this fucking guy. Get this guy away from professional wrestling, man. This dude sucks. Seriously, bro. This dude fucking sucks. Dude is god-awful at everything at this point. He is. He's nothing. I cannot stand that, man. No. No. And it's not even like, oh, fuck that guy. It's just, I just don't want to see him. I just yeah. genuinely never want to see him He's on TV again. Ever. Horrible. He is atrocious. Terrible. Bro is the worst of the worst. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no doubt about that. No doubt about that. He is fucking horrible. Horrible. Mahan versus Roman at fucking Saudi Arabia. And now. And now. We have a feud with the tribal chief. Oh my god! Spear dude. versus spear. Oh, oh dude, I'm make it, for that fucking line. Make, make it stop. Oh, you know Cole's gonna say it one of these weeks. Spear versus spear. Who's uh, got the better spear? Dude, oh, this sucks. This fucking dude. sucks. You know, we never talk about SmackDown. And it's a shame that whenever we do talk about SmackDown, it's because something was so atrocious like this. 
Goldberg trying to sound badass is one of the cringiest things you you, you will ever hear. Um, oh, I hate it. So the the thing I was talking about was the original thing I was talking about was uh, Ronda Rousey oh. and Charlotte Flair. They're out in the ring, standing awkwardly close to each other. Not to Literally. mention just standing so, and they weren't even in the. They weren't even in the, the, the middle of the ring. They were, like, off to the side of the ring, but they were, like, standing yeah. so awkwardly close to each other. And then Sonya Deville was in the middle of them. It just looked awkward. Like, no, know your placement, bruh. Know your exactly. fucking placement. That, that exactly. is not hard to do. You just know where the middle of the ring is. Just stand there. For someone, for a company that has depressed production value in wrestling, they're terrible at anything production. They don't. They can't get camera work right. They can't tell yeah. the people where to fucking stand. Yeah, it's just hard. Yeah, absolutely. And and I remember I was having I was I remember I was having a, a conversation a while ago uh, with somebody that I work with, and he he was telling me that you know he doesn't he doesn't really like AEW because it, it looks it looks amateur for him. And I was thinking about that today as I was watching Raw, and I had fucking lasers shining in my face and. Oh, uh, th- those poor, poor audience mm-hmm. members have these fucking big, huge red stage lights shining in their face. Twenty-four fucking seven. Um, I was thinking about this, man. It's like when you watch a show like AEW, uh, like that—that that is what I want my professional wrestling to look like. WWE. Uh, everybody uses this analogy all the time, but WWE is is Broadway. WWE. Yeah, is, exactly. Uh, WWE is is like watching a fucking picture perfect, you know. Yeah, it's like watching a fucking play. They got all these fucking lights. It's it's like it's insane. But like with AEW, you know, they have their lighting where it's needed. You know what I mean? So in other words, not shining in the crowd's face. Uh, And you know, it's it's dark. It's gritty. You know, uh, there's not fucking lights and trons everywhere. Lasers fucking shooting in your eye and shit. Exactly, exactly. So it's not that it looks amateur. It just that's that's how it looks like a wrestling event. (laughs) Exactly, it looks like a wrestling event. It doesn't look like fucking wrestling on Broadway. Exactly. Look like you're at a fucking Drake concert and there's fucking explosions and lasers and fucking this and that and fucking holograms and shit. I don't want none of that shit. Am I a wrestling event? I want yeah. the ring. If I want to do that, see. if I wanted to do that, I'd go to fucking Astro. Well, maybe not Astro World. I might not no, be back might. alive at yeah. all. But yeah, exactly. you get the point. Uh, if I wanted to see fucking explosions <laughs> and lasers in my face, I'll go to fucking Astro World. I might I'll even go watch fucking... No Way Home again. Ah, good lord man good lord so they're standing awkwardly close to each other and and like you said you know for this company who's supposed to have the best production value i mean man they got they got good they got you know they they could they sometimes get it down with like camera angles and stuff i don't know about the whole camera switches but you know sometimes they sometimes they they a lot of times they know how to film you know the perfect uh visual of something it's like fucking watching an action movie half the time. But, cut, but, cut, cut. But, jeez, man. I mean, with with simple things like this, bro. With simple things like this, you know, you you would think they would have this stuff down, but they're standing to, anyway. Enough of enough of that. Um. Uh, they're standing. They're standing awkwardly off to the side, like I said, and um. 
you know, they're they're talking about WrestleMania or whatever and who Ronda's going to pick and Charlotte's trying to convince her that it should be her because this is a big money match and oh, whatever, God. this and that. And Ronda Rousey says, I'll see you at WrestleMania, bitch. Oh, when, bro, when I watched, when I watched this promo, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, I do know this. But, my God, you think while she was gone for two fucking years, she would have learned how to speak? You she, think? She's so choppy on the mic, still. Like, Literally. dude, practice fucking promos. Cut a promo on your husband. Cut a promo on a fucking mirror. Cut a promo on... Something. Cut a promo on your dog or so. I don't know. Practice. Practice. Really so, not that hard. Especially if you know you're coming back, bro. If you know you're coming back... Practice your promo. This is exactly why everybody was saying, oh, maybe it'd be cool to see Ronda Rousey with Paul Heyman back in 2018 because she couldn't talk she then. Talk. She still can't talk. Literally, bro. Literally, she, like... She she still can't, bro. Um, exactly. That's how I fucking talk to customers. Uh, yeah. What's up, sir? Mm -hmm. What's up? It's over there. Like, that's how she's talking. I'm, I'm going to face your title at WrestleMania. Um, I'm gonna beat you. What? Show some I will see you excitement. at WrestleMania, bitch. Like, oh, dude, bitch. why do you sound... And, and... I don't know, man. Ronda Rousey and... Uh, Ronda Rousey and the use of the word bitch. Oh, I mean, cool. love that word, man. God damn, you know, I mean... You know, for a AEW stars, you know, I, I, I know they... I know they use... I know they curse definitely a lot more, but you know they say they say smaller curse words, shit, simpler ones, stuff like that. You know, uh, shit, um, damn, damn. Uh, you know they're they don't they don't um they, they they save the words like bitch for for uh, a moment when it's needed. I feel like Ronda exactly. Rousey says this every every promo. I'm the baddest bitch it. on the block. I'm the baddest bitch on the planet. I'm the big time bitch. Or she said it so much since he's been back. It's like, dude, calm it down a little bit. Say we already know you're the the baddest bitch on the planet or whatever. So I already know that's her no, whole nickname. So you don't really need to say it every single promo. I'm the exactly. big bad bitch or the big time bitch, big money bitch, uh -huh. big bitch. I don't fucking know. <laughs> bitch this, bitch that. Fuck. Like Fucking, hey, it sounds like a fucking old yeah, one. You know, it's fucking flagged on Spotify again. <laughs> Are we going to get flagged a lot? But, um, God. it's like, cut a promo, man. Cut a promo that's decent. Don't use the word bitch every two seconds. Try to get a Talking cheap like pop. a damn middle schooler. Exactly, bro. That's how she talks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess you up, bitch. At WrestleMania, bitch. <laughs> What? He says in every fucking sentence, bro. Sounds like fucking me in middle school. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch ass bitch. What? That's what shit Ronda would say, bro. Like, just say. <laughs> oh, I can't fucking stand that shit, man. Like, Ronda, it's such a, she gives off such like a I don't care to be here kind of vibe. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Genuinely. Like, why are you here? You don't need the money. Leave. Just. Take their fucking at home money. I don't get it. I don't get it, man. 
No, no, me neither, man. Me neither. Fuck Bill Goldberg, by the way. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> dude. Absolutely. Fuck that guy. Taking a fucking dump is better than WWE television. Uh, absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, what next? What now? Raw. Christ. The show opens up. The show opens up with the Matt Riddle. What did they call this? Uh, the Quiz Bowl. It was kind of like. Yeah. Uh, What's that fucking game called? Uh, Jeopardy, I think. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was basically that. They got categories. They got categories on the board. They pick which category. A question pops up. This was this was okay. Um, this was okay. Uh, see, I like... So, th- this is just me nitpicking. Uh, yeah, this is definitely a nitpick. But, man... I like Chad Gable, and I like his charisma, but isn't it just fucking annoying the way he says thank you? I don't think I've... Th- thank you. Thank you. Uh, oh, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. He says that, that all the time. Not my thing, bro. I love his yeah. charisma. I think he's been doing great, but Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's a clip of that. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 mean, I understand he's... I understand he's heel and he's trying to annoy people on purpose. You could tell that's kind of the, the point of his he's trying to act better than everybody. But and I get that. Um, but man, fuck, that's annoying. That Literally, is annoying, man. bro. Hate that shit. So there was a bunch of questions. There was uh, football questions that Randy Orton answered. Uh, there was um, there was. The last question was uh, something about uh, growing a certain amount of grams, which uh, Randy Orton answered correctly. Um, So, yeah. So, this happened, and uh, RK-Bro won. And after this, they just went into a match with uh, the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. So, yeah, RK-Bro won here. I think this means they won their rematch. But, um... I think this Who means knows? they won the rematch. I don't. They didn't announce anything unless I missed it for next week, uh, like another challenge. So I, I think, I think this one might be. I think this one might be the the, the last mm-hmm. one. So kind of glad for that. Um, uh, yeah, but yeah, this. I mean, this segment. This segment was entertaining. Uh, Chad Gable uh, and Otis were being funny as well as RK Bro. So. Yeah, Hell man. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Some actually entertaining tag teams, which is nice to see, man. Raw, Raw has a lot of good pairings. I will say that. They, they got RK Bro, KO and Seth, uh, Alpha Academy. They got some good pairings, man. They really do. Yeah. For do they sure. always know what to do with them? Probably not, but usually they're pretty funny on TV, which is good, which is something yeah. to watch for. Eric in the chat says, Liv Morgan's push is over. Yeah. Um, that's, oh, yeah, that's, I was going to say that. I, I don't, I, it, it, so I feel like when they put Liv on television, that was kind of, I feel like that was more of Becky 
telling them mm-hmm. that they want that she wanted to work with Liv. And, oh, definitely. You know, as a filler feud, they were like, "Okay, we'll just give Becky what she wants." That's that's kind of how I feel about it. Liv is 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 talented as hell, and I, I wish they would use her more. Um, but oh, yeah. this is not how it is, unfortunately. Uh, Durante says Ronda Rousey is a big time cringe bitch, bro. She's yeah. so cringe. She she's really so is. she's so cringe. She's so choppy on the mic. It's 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 truly truly atrocious, man. It really really that's is. That's funny. I am really dreading Becky and Ronda, man. That oh is going to be the most cringy garbage in the world. Ronda yeah. Rousey talking like an elementary school person. Absolutely, dude. Bro, oh, that's literally how I used to curse in middle school, bro. Bro, 100%. I'm going to whoop your ass, bitch. I'm going to bitch you. What? What? <laughs> like, she... It's a little, bro, she says it every single time she thinks she can, bro. And it's terrible. It's oh, terrible, bro. Shit ain't really right. Is. Yeah, it really is. Um, yeah, so um, the Alpha Academy uh, it did end up scoring the victory over the Street Profits via roll-up. I believe Montez Ford rolled himself into... Um, I believe he rolled himself, or, uh, you know, how he, he, I believe he hit the, uh, frog splash, and then they kind of, I think it was Gable, rolled him over and do a roll-up, so that was, that was how that one ended. Um, yeah. Um, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley came out to cut a promo, and he was pretty much just, Talking all about Brock Lesnar, even though he's going into an Elimination Chamber match against six other guys. Well, if you don't count Brock, five other guys and Lesnar. So, or no, four other guys and Lesnar. So, could also focus on those four other guys. They're not all walking parks, so you think, but he's got. He's got Brock on the brain, and since he can't get his fucking solo match for Save His Life, might as well talk about it as much as you can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Bobby Lashley uh, was actually from Denver. I did not know that, so he got a huge ovation. Uh, Huge Bobby Lashley chance. Love to see it. Hell Um, yeah. And yeah, man, he, he... Um... Yeah, he he basically talked about Lesnar the whole time and kind of just his normal shtick. He didn't really get nothing accomplished in this. No, I um, yeah, he he kind of just was out there just what? cutting cutting a regular Bobby Lashley promo just about absolutely nothing. Um, so yeah, the uh, yeah, like I said, he went out there. He he worked. He went out there for. Uh, like a five-minute promo and talked about absolutely nothing, just uh, how he's the almighty champ and how Adam Pierce should be letting him celebrate and now he's got to defend his belt in the chamber and this and that. Oh, the, God. Yeah, the, the typical, typical just kind of... Championship. Yeah, the typical what can get us through this week uh, yep. promo. That's for every week, bro. That's the sad part. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, AJ Styles versus United States Champion 
Damien Priest. Oh, did he show us Damien inside? He did not. Oh, um, wow. Well, I think, I think they might be gearing up for a Damien Priest full-on heel turn. So I it's wonder if they're going to just name him Damien. Brock, they'll, they'll do that. The priest, the good is gone in him. Oh, so he expelled the priest from, from who he is. He's just Damien now. <laughs> Could totally see it. Bro, that's exactly how they're going to fucking do it. Oh, 100%. Bro. 100%. Just oh my um, god, it's Damien. <laughs> United States champion Damien oh, I hate those fucking so, single names Ladies and gentlemen These guys actually put on a, a decent match They put on a decent match And it ended with AJ Styles being on the apron Damien Priest um, Damien Priest Stopped him from hitting the phenomenal forearm. Mm. Uh, Priest would then uh, run, hit the ropes, go to run back at AJ, but then he got caught with a phenomenal forearm, and wow. that was it. And I like how we got a AJ, a good AJ Styles, a good AJ Styles win, and just a random great exhibition match on Raw. You know, nice. nothing, ju you know, problem here. Uh, oh, that was the, that was the positive. This is the negative. The negative is Damian Priest is still the United States champion. And mm -hmm. he is just They're losing lose clean him. in a non-title match. So now I want to ask you guys, what happened to the white hot Damian Priest? Damian. What happened? I swear, they didn't mess him up at all. He, he, he was getting pushed. Thanks to Bad Bunny. Now look at him. Now fucking look at him. Dude is a loser. And I mentioned how... God, this is... You know... Well, so after the match... So we just talked about how WWE is so, so good at their production, right? So after the match, AJ Styles... And like I said, it was a, it was a good match. It was a good match. Just a random exhibition match on Raw... AJ Styles did need to pick himself up a victory after being um, made to look like an idiot by Omas. Omas. So, uh, AJ's on the ramp, and I, bro, they fucking pan back to the ring. And Damian Priest <laughs> has his arms on each rope. He's in the, he has his arms on each middle rope, and he's in the corner just fucking staring at the turnbuckle pad just mad as fuck because he lost bro dude is just so he's got his hands on each rope and he's just staring staring a hole into the turnbuckle pad and he's getting mad and you can oh, see him like fucking face puffing and puffing and he's like his face is like starting to shake Bro, that was fu Bro. it was so that was such an awkward shot. It was so fucking funny. And then you got Jimmy killed. Smith and Byron Saxton freaking out. <gasps> is he gonna show the day? Is he gonna bring out Damien? Dude. Make it stop. <laughs> Please make it stop. 
How has dude, he turned into one of the worst things on television, bro? This dude has turned into Stan from the Eminem music video. <laughs> Bro's just cool as shit one moment, and oh, the next moment he's crazy. just flipping the fuck out. He's flipping out, dude, and that was so that was such an awkward shot. I genuinely chuckled when that shit happened, bro. Oh, dude, dude's just staring a hole into the turnbuckle pad, just getting <laughs> mad as fuck. Like, like dude, you just <laughs> lost, bro. <laughs> I'm dead, bro. That ain't right. How oh, do they have to do that shit? You know, man? it's it's like his character's like like a baby. Like, yeah, it's like I understand. I under I understand like when you know, like if someone spits in your face. And you get ticked. You know what I mean? But, like, you just lost the fucking match. It happens. It's gonna happen. You work for WWE. He just fucking gets pissed. He'll just fucking turn around and just fucking go crazy. Yeah, dude. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, I remember the one week. Just slapped him. Slapped him in the face. And he just goes berserk. Like, dude, like, you can do what? that in a match. That's not illegal. Or I remember one time he was uh, in the same match, as a matter of fact. He was turned around. Kevin Owens jumped in the ring and gave him a forearm from behind. And he did the spot where he, like, doesn't sell it. And then he turns oh, around all pissed off. Like, dude, why are you upset, bro? Why Why aren't you watching where he's at? Why are you mad? Bro, yeah. like in one of them fucking cartoons when they keep banging their head, lose their memory. Bang his head, gain the memory, some shit like that. That's really Damien Priest. You smack his ass, he gonna go crazy. You smack him again, he'll be normal. Smack his ass again, it's over with. Like, dude is not alright. Fuck, fuck Alexa Bliss, put his ass in therapy, bro. I'm Good telling lo- you. Oh, that's another thing. Oh. Oh, we'll get there that we go. But yeah, the, they, they did some hinting in there, too. Um, so Damian Priest loses here, and this was, this was probably my favorite part of the show, just for that awkward fucking post-match thing they had going on, where dude's just mad as fuck for no reason, just because he, oh my god, just because he lost, dude was staring a hole into the turnbuckle, like, you lost a match, and it it wasn't like AJ cheated, he beat him clean, you lost, Bro, just angry as shit. Bro got hanger issues. Good lord, man. So, yeah, and then, like I said, what made it even better was fucking Jimmy Smith and Byron Saxon just losing their mind. Oh, my God. Is he gonna... Is he... Is he turning into his Damien side? Is he fucking Carnage? I was gonna say, was he fucking Venom? Was he Tom Hardy? The fuck? Just fucking turning into fucking Damien? Oh... What the fuck? That shit is so weird, bro. Who comes up with this? <sighs> My god. My fucking god, man. Um Yes. That was that. The Miz has oh a Miz TV segment. <laughs> Shocker. What other segment is he gonna be in? He has a Miz T fucking V segment with Dominic and Rey Mysterio. Why is this the thing? Remember when I said make it stop? Please make it stop. Make this, for the fucking love of God. 
Um, the Miz was, you know, in, in uh, no, I, I want to bring up that point when we get to the to Becky promo, but oh God. you know, the the Miz dude, like, fuck man, say something intriguing, bro, do do something. He's 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 just taking cheap shots. He's taking cheap oh. shots at at Ray and. You know, doing his Miz shtick where he said, "You're, I, I'm a Grand Slam. This, I'm a this, I'm a that, I'm a this. I should be on the posters. I should be doing all the media. I should be doing every fucking thing in this company. Mm. And I should be on the cover of 2K22." And then he pauses, <sighs> like he just said something fucking earth breaking. Like literally, like what, bro? Why would you be on the cover? Are you dumb? I should be on the cover of 2K. And then he pauses like he just said some crazy shit. Like, oh my god, man. This shit. Um, So, he challenges Dominic to another match. Dominic says, I accept. They both stand up and get in each other's face and... And, and, uh, Miz says, Miz says to Dominic, Hey, you're looking a lot taller than your dad. You're looking a lot taller than Ray. Are you sure you're not Eddie's son? Oh. Oh. Oh my God. Fucking roasted his life. Oh, God. Fucking Dominic. Oh, I haven't heard that one fucking before. Fucking geek. Oh, and, man. and Ray gets upset. Ray shows his Damien side. And he starts oh, trying to go after the Miz. And Dominic's holding him back. They had a match. And I believe Dominic beat him. I did not pay attention to that match whatsoever. Next. Damn, Dude. Yeah. There's a little more I want to add to this, but we'll get to this for this for this uh, Becky promo because it definitely ties in with this one too. One of my gripes: Bianca Blair versus oh. versus Nikki Ash. First of all, Byron Saxon is one of the most overdramatic people I've ever heard on commentary. Oh, he really is. Ever since Nikki's been like this, it's just twenty four seven, all day, every day. It's uh, everything's just about Nikki Ash. Like nothing can't be about anyone else, bro. Dude, you sound like a little kid, bro. You sound like a little fucking kid, man. Like just shut up, bro. Bro, really does uh, sound like a little kid that just got his fucking spotlight stolen by the birthday boy. My God, bro. Byron Saxton was the kid. Was the kid that was blowing out other kids' candles at their birthday he party? Was, he was that kid and crying about it. That and then when the, the parents, yeah, and then and then when the parents would yell at him and say, "Those are his candles. It's his birthday." And then he and then he, and then he was the kid that gets all upset. Fuck you. He really was like, <laughs> 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 die. What <laughs> fucking child does that? No, man, but th- this guy just sounds so butthurt over Nikki A.S.H. and her new attitude. Everything 24-7 is just all about her. Nothing could be about anyone else. 24-7 is just all about Nikki A.S.H. Like, oh, oh my man. God, Byron, you fucking... sound like a fucking dork. 
Thor should be the next host for Blue's Clues. He'd oh, be great fuck. at it. Jesus, <clears throat> he really man. would be. Fucking spare Fucking me. Um. Yeah. Okay, so. I was waiting to bring up this point. You know, there are six women in the Elimination Chamber match. Five that have been announced. Two of those women in the match are Bianca Belair and Nikki A.S.H. Mm -hmm. Bianca Belair beats Nikki A.S.H. She's going in mm -hmm. to an Elimination Chamber match where yes, she no. can win a shot at the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. Uh -huh. And she's losing on Raw. Yep. Shocker. You couldn't have had Bianca Belair just win a random match against Dana Brooke, Tamina, uh, somebody that's, I don't know, not in the Elimination Chamber match. Somebody that's not a potential number one contender for Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. And nope. based off people that are in this match... I'm going to say 100% without a doubt Becky Lynch Becky Lynch is going to going to be the winner at WrestleMania not only because news hit that uh you know stuff they wanted to do for WrestleMania 39 but you know there's absolutely no fucking reason or no way any of these women in the match even with Asuka in there if she is no, is going to be Becky here. Lynch there's no, no way the whole story will be her beating Asuka, if it is Asuka. That'll be literally the whole fucking story, because she yep. has to win. Kill yep. me, bro. Whatever Becky does, I don't want to watch it, man. Get the fuck out of here. No, no, man. So, if Liv Morgan wins, she ain't winning. Bianca Belair, who's the rumored opponent for Lynch at Mania, she ain't she winning. Because, uh, and then if it's Asuka... Unfortunately, Asuka ain't winning a damn thing either because exactly. these people want to do Lynch versus Rousey at Mania Ugh. Hollywood. Yay. I want to lynch myself. I can hear about that dude. Those promos will be so bad. They really will be, man. Fucking horrible, man. That will be terrible programming. Get a little creative with yourselves, bro. Jesus Christ. You add some fucking intrigue. Get me excited for something. Something. Bianca bro. Belair beats Nikki A.S.H., who is a potential number one contender for the Raw Women's Championship on Raw. That makes sense. Dana Brooke and Reggie have a, oh. a, a, a have a love interest storyline where they almost kissed on raw she kisses Reggie. <laughs> i just looked up and seen your face bro <laughs> i just seen your head just drop bro oh what? christ Why? dude help me oh, man, man. dana brooke you know what dana brooke it's a good thing because uh, who was the last person that had a crush on reggie on tv Sasha Banks. Right? Sasha. Remember when she had that love storyline with him? Well, no, she, she wasn't did. the last one, was she? Yeah, remember when she stole him from Carmella? Yeah, but I think it was just like using his ass. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, was using that, yeah, that's true. To Carmella. But yeah, the woman actually liked him. 
in storyline. Hold on. Don't tell me. I'm kind of interested. Wasn't it, uh... I know. Who the hell? Damn, what the hell was this guy doing a couple months ago? It was, it was a decent minute ago. Was it, uh... Oh, dude, I remember somebody being in, like, a love interest storyline with him. There was, was also... Uh, good. Oh, go ahead. Was it Tamina? Close. Natalia? No. Very close with Tamina. Someone that was close to com Tamina. Tamina? Who the fuck? Oh, I don't know. You might have to tell me this one. Naya. Oh, yeah! Oh! Oh, so, yeah, I forgot about this one. I forgot about consistent. that one. What will happen to Dana Brooke after she's done with Reggie? <laughs> hmm? Maybe that could be a positive. Maybe she could be camp. gone. Where she belongs. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's fucking Reggie, bro. What a poor man. I don't know how he does it. Bro must be getting the bag because <sighs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't do that fucking. I couldn't run around with that fucking title and do all that fucking. Hell no, nah, bro. Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Hell no. I forgot about Naya. Damn, I, I, I completely forgot she existed. Um, Same. Kevin Owens beats Austin Theory. Again. <laughs> Austin Theory is a member of. The Elimination yeah, Chamber match. Losing to somebody... Uh, I mean, yes, he's losing to somebody like Kevin Owens, but Kevin Owens isn't in the Chamber match. So, and he, Kevin Owens is backstage and he after this match, and he's asking Sonya Deville if he can get himself in the match because he beat Austin Theory, and they told him no. They told him the qualifying matches are final, and that's that. So he was pretty upset. And yeah. Oh, God. would you listen to the title of this video? Veer Mahan cannot be contained much longer. Bro, what? Oh, what? Fucking Christ, how long? Dude, Bro, you contained this. Command, containment. Ugh, good lord. Bro, cool, man. God you damn. You contained this dude for fucking. Mm. God. For a fucking month it's been or some shit. Who tell my cat? Something. Holy it's shit. literally yeah. It's literally been like five months. Five months of vignettes, bro. Bro, bro is not in. Bro's not in containment. That man in captivity, living life. The fuck. <sighs> Alexa Bliss learns to control her anger. There was oh, so I, I so so I was scared. So I was scared because before the show came on, I heard they had nine therapy segments that. that they had for tonight's show. I only see I only caught three of them. I may have missed one. Let me know if I did in the comments. Oh God, may wait. have. That post was about just tonight. Yes. I thought they meant like nine as a whole. For the whole segment thing they were doing. Fucking nine and 
there was yeah, yeah. there were there was supposed to be there was supposed oh my to be god they uh, probably but, split it up in this yeah, week and next week yeah. so i'm gonna guess yeah so next week uh or maybe next week we'll get another three during the show and then next week we'll get another three i don't know <sighs> but alexa bliss i mentioned they did a little teasing mm-hmm. and alexa bliss and in the beginning of the show, they had her with the pigtails and the makeup and stuff. In the next clip, they had her looking a little more goddessy. That's uh, good. Uh, but she still was kind of dressed like, yeah. you know, uh, evil is mine, Alexa, I guess. Uh, I don't know what the hell you call that hero of her. Alexa. Yeah. And then in the last one, she looked pretty she looked pretty much like the the goddess uh era of her character mm-hmm. again. So, they did a little bit of teasing there, a little bit of foreshadowing with uh, I guess the direction of her character. Um and yeah, that was that was uh that was that um either way this should be trash and Exactly. Yeah. So Either way, she sucks, but as long as she's not Lily anymore, I'll fucking take it. I'll take Honestly. anything at this point. Honestly, bro. Hey, we got Logan. What's going on, Logan? Boy. How are you? Just came from JD's pod. What are we Please. talking about? We were talking about Alexa Piss trying to control her anger on <laughs> Monday Night Raw. Yeah, that's what I think about Alexa Bliss, bro. God damn. Lita. Lita. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Lita's out here saying she has one more run. And they played a video package before she came out on the uh, February 7th edition of Monday Night Raw. Um, I I don't know why this whole thing need to be played on this night of all nights just so she can come out and cut a promo. Exactly. They played this thing about how she's breaking barriers down and... Oh, God. <sighs> Apparently everyone breaks barriers down, bro. Apparently they're not, barriers don't company. exist at this point. How could they if everyone's breaking them down? God damn. Where are these yeah. barriers at, bro? I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Lita and Becky Lynch... Uh, or Becky Lynch ends up coming down to the ring to confront Lita and... We get the whole, uh, your, um, your idols become your rivals. And Becky Lynch is talking about, I looked up to you and you never treated me wrong. You, you, uh, you always believed in me and I can't believe you're trying to take this away from me. I looked up to you. Uh, I never thought you would do this. Now I'm going to have to end you. And I bring this up with the the Miz, the Miz thing as well. Can we cut some promos with some intrigue? Can we cut some promos that's going to make me, that's going to have me on the edge of my seat waiting for what you're going to say next? Can we put people on the mic that are actually good? And that's a shame that I say that while talking about Becky Lynch, of all people. Somebody who was a great promo. A great fucking promo years ago. 
And now here we are. And and the same thing with The Miz. It pains me to say that about him too because we've seen his full potential. Guy's fucking great. And here he Literally. is cutting just atrocious, atrocious promos, man. And they... It's like they don't know how wrestling works. Th- there's like Becky. That's how a feud is. That's what a feud is. Are you stupid? There, there's, there's no, there's no intrigue. I don't give a shit what you're gonna say. I don't give a really shit about don't. your feud. Like, dude. Like, just fucking talk, talk shit about each other. It's not oh that my hard. God. Talk about fucking Matt Hardy when you talk when you're talking Lita. Some. Fucking something, man. Something, bro. Be clever with it, bro. Because they're never clever with that shit. That's what sucks about the Miz. Bro ain't clever. Bro is just generic heel heat. Generic heel heat. Generic low blow. What? Like, it's all it's all terrible, bro. It's all fucking terrible. So, Becky Lynch, after this promo of just talking about nothing and the same thing with and the same thing with Bobby Lashley as well I love Bobby Lashley and MVP mm-hmm. but every time the guys are out there they don't talk about anything same the almighty thing. era he's gonna dominate everyone that comes in front of him he's gonna put him in the hurt lock he's the, the almighty know. champ the almighty era uh, he beat Brock he fucking he Reign supreme and hurt business. Dude, talk about something. Exactly. Talk about something, man. Talk about something we really do not know. And all the shit we know about all these people. Hate it. Hate it, bro. You know, and it's like... This would... And this Becky promo would have translated way better if she actually sounded angry about what she <clears throat> was saying. There was really no anger behind her promo. She's kind of just talking. Just talking like Becky. You know, sound angry that your fucking idol is trying to take your title from you. Sound fucking upset. It's literally the emotion. Something. You know. The, The Miz is acting like your traditional high school bully. Huh. Guess you already, son, huh? Shut the fuck up, man, you fucking oh, dork. Are you kidding me? Oh, man. God damn. You know what I mean? Say say something of intrigue. Talk about some intriguing shit. Talk about, uh, you know, how, you know, Lita, Lita was a hoe or something. Or, <laughs> <laughs> something, something, bro. bro. You know what something I mean? Something behind I mean, there's, there's all those rumors out there about her sleeping her way to the top of the industry. Say fucking something, man. Say exactly. something. Bring something up, bro. Fuck something. Say you're going to FaceTime that hard. Something yeah. else. Reg. Or... <laughs> Yeah, or, or, you know, bring up Beth Phoenix or something. You know, at the very least, at the very least, just sound genuinely upset about what you're talking about. Sound like you care what you're talking about. Exactly. Stop sounding like big time Bex and sound like a human. Talk Please. about how she's an old hag and it's not her time anymore or something. Give me something, bro. Something, bro. Literally anything that's not this. Liv Morgan 
versus Dewdrop. <laughs> Dewdrop beats Liv Morgan. Who are two women in the Elimination Chamber match? Dewdrop and Liv Morgan. Wow. What do you know? Another person who can potentially face Becky Lynch at WrestleMania for the championship is losing clean on Raw two months before the pay-per-view. Come on, bro. Come on. It's not like they have enough women to do any other matches. So matches. So oh my god! How about you come up with clever things for these people? This fucking show makes my head hurt. I'm telling you, bro. Just hearing about it makes my head hurt. Tired. <clears throat> and tired, bro. <clears throat> Fuck. Uh... Oh, good lord! I'm seeing the title. There's a video posted on YouTube. Nikki A.S.H. considers her two recent losses massive successes. What? What? Okay. She is. She. Everyone needs to be checking the therapy in this fucking comedy, bro. Oh my god. I need to be checking the therapy just watching this company. Riddle versus Seth Rollins. Mm. Okay. Okay. No. No. Oh, God. No. This match went on for a couple minutes. Owens came down, broke it up. Orton came down, and we have ourselves RK Bro versus SRKO to end Monday Night Raw. Who's booking the show? Teddy fucking Long? Really? What kind of unfucking, what kind of uncreative shit is this? The singles match that turns into the tag team match. Ooh. Who's booking the show, man? Is it Teddy fucking Long or what? Good lord, why? God. Why on God's green earth do you have to come up with the lamest of creative ideas to end your Monday Night Raw? And Literally, bro. SRKO defeats RK Bro in the end of the show, and it and it and uh, Seth and KO went to walk away. Orton RKO'd Kevin Owens while Riddle was laying on the ground after he was pinned again. So again, somebody that's supposed to be in the elimination chamber. And as a matter of fact, let me look and see really quick if he was pinned by Owens or not. Let me see. All right, well, at least he was pinned by Seth, but, yeah, right, but still. That's, that's a little better, but still, he's still in the Elimination Chamber. Either way, it's, it's not it's not fucking good. Exactly, Either way, it, it's, exactly. it's ridiculous, dude. Fucking ridiculous, this company. Really Matt Riddle really loses, is. Kevin Owens gets RKO'd, and that's how the show went off the air. God, fucking terrible, man. It really is. I don't get it. I don't get how they could write TV that bad. Man, I don't know if that episode of Raw got a thumbs up or a thumbs down for me. I don't know. Oh, man, I don't know. You know what it got a thumb of? It's got that orange Cassidy thumb. I don't give a fuck thumb. 
That's what it got. How fucking horrible was that? God. How fucking horrible was that episode of Monday Night Raw? Shit ain't right, bro. Terrible. Every week, just terrible. Atrocious. Atrocious, man. So, yeah, as for the uh, women's elimination chamber, though, I do believe that it will end up being uh, Sasha, um, not Sasha, Jesus, Asuka, to, mm-hmm. take, um, to take that spot. Uh, Most sure. definitely. Logan in chat says he hopes it's Bailey. I would hope it's Bailey, but yeah. it's gonna have to. They're gonna have to lose to Becky. So I yeah. say, save Bailey, because either way, they better not be doing title versus title for Becky and Ronda. One of them gotta go to the other brand. Whatever. Either that, mm-hmm. or Ronda won the Rumble this year, so she's not gonna win it next year, and it might be Becky. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Let fucking uh, Bailey come in after Mania. Beat her at SummerSlam, Bailey's champ, and then Becky can go do the Rumble. Something like that, bro. Just because if, if it is Bailey, she's going to have to lose to Becky, and that would really piss me off. Yeah. <sighs> um, Dynamite. This was the episode of Dynamite that we were supposed to attend. We did and not get to attend not. the show, though, because of the snowstorm. And what do you know? This week, it's completely clear. So, What a fucking... Of course. Of fucking don't, course. Don't the odds of that just suck? It couldn't wait a week. Mm-mm. Shit, uh... John Moxley. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that at the end. John Moxley comes out to face Wheeler Yuta. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> he makes his entrance amongst the Chicago fans. And then Wheeler Yuta comes out with Orange Cassidy. And who's standing next to Orange Cassidy? Danhausen. And poor soul. Danhausen. What the hell did we literally just say last week? If you don't want Danhausen to, if you if you want Danhausen to stand out in AEW, don't fucking put him next to Orange Cassidy. What do they do? They what do they do? They put him right next to Orange Cassidy, bro. Orange Cassidy is like this fucking vacuum. Everyone around him just fucking sucks. And it's going to have to happen to Danhausen, which sucks. Go. You know, I actually find out, like, I actually found out, like, what, kind of, like, what the, like, premise of his character is. Hmm. He's, he's, like, uh, a lot of it is based around, like, horror movies and stuff like that. And then he was okay. saying, like... His little catch line is like a like a like a phrase for like a cult leader, cause like they're oh, very shit. nice but they're very evil. Oh okay. So okay, that's like yeah. So, and then he was saying like how like in his matches he usually likes uh to like play up to the very evil part. Oh shit. So, 
Nice. I have not seen a Danhausen match. I've seen clips on just like Ethan Page's vlogs and stuff, but um, I have not actually watched a full Danhausen match. So I want to see them get this dude in the ring uh, exactly. and not have him parading around with Orange Cassidy because Please he don't. literally just fucking said that. Literally, bro. Orange last... Cassidy is the worst thing on television. Don't put yeah. anybody with him. I believe it was last week when we were going over Beach Break. I believe it was last week when we were going over bre uh, Beach Break, man. I mean, we said then, if you don't want Dan Housen to work out in AEW, pair him with Orange Cassidy. And mm -hmm. what do they do? They pair, they pair him, him with Orange Cassidy. Exactly. Shit ain't right, bruh. Shit ain't right. <sighs> Come on, TK. Come on now. Uh, John Moxley takes, uh, makes quick work of Wheeler Yuta. Oh, yeah. And while he's celebrating, Brian is standing in the corner of the ring like a badass. That was dope how he just kind of was standing there. Um, Hell yeah. He gets on the mic and says, Do you guys want, talking to the crowd, do you guys want to see myself uh, versus John Moxley? Everybody goes nuts. Brian says no because he feels that why should they be fighting when if together they could create the next generation of wrestlers. He said a guy like Wheeler Yuta, he's parading around coming out here with jokes with Orange Cassidy with Danhausen. He says, um, yeah, who was the other guy in the group? Uh, Daniel oh, Garcia. Daniel Garcia. Yep. Daniel Garcia. He said, we can take Daniel Garcia away from 2.0 and train him the right way. Lee Moriarty is a guy who we can take away from Matt Seidel and all their high-flying bullcrap. And... We can um, we can teach him ourselves and create the next generation of professional wrestlers. And he said to Mox, he knows that it's a lot to handle right now, so he doesn't need to give him an answer right now. But think about it. He drops the mic and he walks away. I would Man, love to see it. I really would. I, I would really love to would. see it. Whether it has Mox in it or not, I think it would be cool if it had Mox in it, but whether it has Mox in it or not, give Brian that faction with all of those guys. Literally, all of them. Bro. Every single one of them. Wheeler Yuta, give him Lee Moriarty, who is fucking fantastic. Uh, one of the most underappreciated guys, uh, in my opinion. Give him, uh, give, uh, give him Yuta, give him Moriarty, give him Garcia. And Nexus, bro. exactly, bro. Um, or one of the things that you mentioned, and it's so true, give him a good version of Diamond Mine. Exactly, bro. Exactly. That's what it could be. Diamond Mine, but good. <laughs> Not with fucking the Creed brothers. Yeah. And, and, and if you wanted a fifth guy in it, um... Hmm. Hmm. Who's a young guy on that roster that's fucking super talented? Uh, hmm. 
It'll come to me, man. Hmm. Oh. What about a J.D. Drake? Somebody like that. Yeah, something like that. Most definitely. Since uh, Peter Avalon was released, or contract expired, you know, the, the whole wingman thing was, was not good at all. This guy was coming out there wrestling in fucking slacks. That is not J.D. Drake. Uh, I no. I have heard nothing but good things about him, but I have not seen those things seen in AEW. Um, exactly. Yeah, uh, somebody like that I think would be really cool. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know, I'm not sure how old he is, so if you wanted like a younger guy... Mm, hmm. I'm trying to think of somebody that's like very technical that I feel like could be good with Brian. Someone I'm just forgetting. I know I am. Uh, huh. What about somebody from the Dark Order? True. That could be great. Somebody who definitely needs some kind of character uh, revamp. Well, all of them need it, but um, like a five. Five is very good. Alan Angels. Alan Angels. Yeah, Alan. Yeah, I I would. I would do that. Alan Angels, Wheeler Yuta, Daniel Garcia, Lee Moriarty, and Brian Danielson. Because Alan Angels is great. Alan Angels is great, bro, and I would love to see, I would love to see something, something like that. I think that'd be dope. Uh, and then, there you're killing two birds with one stone. You're not only giving Brian his faction that, from the sounds of it, sounds dope as fuck, but you are uh, starting the process of dismembering the Dark Order, which is Beautiful. horrible. Um, which is what needs to happen. Absolutely, absolutely. Um. Yeah, so that was that, and he walks away from. Uh, he walks away from Mox. Um, Brandy Rhodes and Dan Lambert oh, God. are out in the ring roasting each other. Um, I heard the uh, views, uh, the ratings went down so much during this segment. Mm-hmm. Um, Ethan Page, Ethan Page uh, was laughing at something Dan Lambert said. This was one of the uh, one of the highlights of the segment. He was laughing at something Dan Lambert said, and she and Brandy said, uh, "What are you laughing about? We only signed you so we can get close to Josh Alexander." And I was damn. like, "Damn!" Um, <laughs> they really did. Uh, I can't really remember too much of what they were saying to each other. Um. Yeah, it oh. really wasn't about. Oh, man. Hmm. Brandy Rhodes did get shut the fuck up, Chance. Oh, bro, like crazy, and she yeah. had to just go through them. They wouldn't stop. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah, they 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 wouldn't stop, bro. They really wouldn't. And you know. Man, it seems like every time Cody comes to Chicago, this this dude is whether it's him or his family, they are just getting ripped to shreds, bro. They, <laughs> they ain't welcome here, bro. It's just how it is. They're welcome, but they ain't. 
you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So she slaps Dan Lambert eventually after he said something. She slapped him, and he brings out Paige Van Zant. To face. And Paige Van Zant and Brandy Rhodes have a pull apart brawl. I don't know who's pulling Brandy. You know, ask a one hand or just. Think, think about that. The last great pull apart brawl we got was Brock Lesnar and Samoa Joe. Damn. In 2017, five years ago. Literally the last good one, bro. And nowadays, we're getting a pull-apart brawl between Paige Van Zant and Brandy Rhodes. Brandy Rhodes. Kill me. Fucking kill me. Good fucking guy. Good God. Ruby Soho. Loses in her match against Nyla Rose. Bro. Nyla Rose is fucking trash. Dude, get her Nyla off Rose TV. is fucking garbage. Get her off of television. She's not scary. She's not intimidating. She's a fucking moron. She's Dude. a fucking moron. And she sucks. Okay. Vicky just is just even worse too. And and and, like, and, Vic, and Vicky does yeah, that's another thing. Vicky does nothing at all for that act as well. Not a damn it's thing. The opposite. She is oh man, terrible, bro. It it's terrible. Everything about those two together is terrible. I hate it. My God. Um, Ruby came out and Lars Fredrickson was in, uh, in the crowd, uh, the, uh, one of the members of Rancid that sang her theme song. And, um, so Ruby, uh, kind of got that little moment, I guess, before the match started and she lost, she lost because Vicky put Nyla's foot on the rope. Ruby went out there to try to yell at her or something, and Nyla Rose grabbed Ruby by the hair, pulled her in, gave her a beast bomb, and that was it. Nyla Rose is so trash. Please let her contract expire. Please. Please. She is atrocious, dude. She is atrocious. She is really just not good. She really is not. I'm going to start calling her Nyla Jax. That's going to be her new name, dude, because she is just as unbearable. Maybe not in the ring, but as far as her character and stuff like that, is just as unbearable as Nia Jax, dude. She is so bad. She is so bad, man. Um, Truly. And Ruby... Why are you continuing to make Ruby look like a fucking loser? Bro, why is she losing like this, bro? Like, what are you getting at, bro? What is the point? If you wanted Nyla Rose to pick up a victory in Chicago, you couldn't have put her against fucking... Anybody? 
Angela Hirsch or something. Ray Velvet, somebody. I mean, come on, man. Come on. Seriously. Seriously, bro. Uh, the Kings of the Black Throne. The Kings of the Black Throne take on Pac and Penta L Zero M. Oh man, gonna fucking name changes. Who the hell won this match? Was it the House of Black? I think it was. Yeah. Let me see. I believe it was. I think it was too. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes, it was. Yep, they sprayed Phoenix in the eye with the mist. And by the way, while they were coming out... Oh my god. So they're called the House of Black. But they're called... But these two are called the Kings of the Black Throne. And their nameplate on this episode of Dynamite said, The Knights of the Black Throne. Bro, what is going on? Pick a fucking name. What the Please. fuck is their name? Pick a fucking name already. My lord. I hate that shit, bro. Just call them the House of Black? Just call them the House of Black, bro. It's not that fucking hard, bro. It's really not that hard. No. It's, it's really not. It is really not that hard, man. Call them the House of Black. No need to confuse everybody with all these names. They put on a damn good match, though, with Pac and oh, yeah. Zero M. Oh, and God. at the end, uh, in the end, they sprayed, uh, they sprayed him in the face, uh, they sprayed Penta in the face with mist, well, with mist, and they hit him with that, uh, suplex, suplex power slam move that they got going on. Uh, but Pac... Wrestled the first half of this match blind and then just took it off and was wrestling like normal. I don't know what happened there, but it is what it is. I don't know why he came out blind and just revealed himself to not be blind. But he won, or he lost. He attacked his partner lost, so. Goddamn, man. But it was a good-ass match, though. Definitely. Yeah. Hangman's in the ring. He's cutting a promo with Tony Schiavone. And he calls out Lance Archer. Uh, he talked a little bit about how his flight was going to get canceled. Why do I keep yawning? Why do I keep yawning, bro? Same, bro. Shit. Um, yeah, he talked about how his flight was going to get canceled. He talked about Dan Lambert and stuff like that. And uh, Dan Lambert and, and Lance Archer. And Lance ended up coming out. And him and Hangman got into a brawl. Hangman. Hangman. Uh. Kind of had the upper hand to begin with, but then he just got obliterated. Uh, Lance uh, choke slammed him on the steps. He had a uh, he had a um, he he had a pre- he had a pretty bad ass whooping, bro. Ahead of his uh, Texas Death Match, I believe he gave him a blackout through the table. Uh, that's ringside, and yeah, that was that was that for Hangman, bro, uh, for this week. So, gearing up to the. Oh my god! Yeah, not mad for that for another main event loss. I was gonna say this man. I was gonna say Lance loser is gearing up for another 
for uh, for another main event uh, match that is um, a loss. So everybody loses, bro. Goddamn. Yeah, that that they really need to put that in the open to his theme song. Everybody loses. <laughs> Fucking Lance, bro. Damn, stop. Honestly, honestly, bro. Uh, MJF and CM Punk. MJF versus CM Punk, shall I say. The main event of AEW Dynamite. This was literally the main event of Dynamite, man. And it started at 8.15. God. The show, Central Time, does not end until 9. So... so my oh my the bell the bell rung by 820 the bell had rung already man so oh man i i i thought something was gonna happen at the end of this i know we got like teasing from cross uh being in chicago and stuff so i know we got that but my lord um I thought the match was good. I thought the match was good. However, um, and I like how I like how he beat CM Punk. Uh, I like the moment of him sitting in the ring, crisscross. I love it. Oh yeah. But forty-five minutes. Not with these two, man. Not with, not with them, yeah, bro. No, he's amazing M in the ring, but not for yeah. that long. Yeah, MJF, MJF is, is great in the ring. Don't get me wrong. CM Punk is great in the ring. But there's guys you put in those matches, and there's just guys you don't. Like, if this match would have been a 25, 30-minute banger, it would have been oh great. God, it would have been amazing. It would have been great. Exactly. But that first match, technically, just cheap way of dragging a match on for no reason. Mm -hmm. does not need to be this long. Yeah. Just for MJF to say he beat CM Punk in however long minutes. He had a, however long minutes of wrestling in one night. Like, yeah. bro, it's just a cop-out. Come on. But yeah. it was a good match at its core, man. It was just way too long. Way yes. fucking too long. Yes, I agree. Uh, yeah, at, at its core, it was great. It was a great match. It, was, it had a great ending. They told a great story. Another thing with MJF. And they did this a lot with Jericho. I don't know. I don't know if this is. I don't know if if, if this is a th uh, made to be a thing with MJF. <laughs> oh my God! Can I stop it? I don't know if this is. I don't know if this is a. You know. I don't know if this is happening by coincidence or. I don't know if this is just uh, one person creative getting the same bright idea. Stop overbooking MJF's matches. Um exactly. meaning you know him using the ring and stuff like that. Like at this point, that's kind of uh kind of just a part of his uh move set. You know what Basically. I mean? Like the ring. So, you know, it, it makes sense. Um and you know, his his ways of cheating are different. I I've never seen somebody choke the other person with their wrist tape. Very like, fresh. Me, like it doesn't need to be multiple things in a singular match. Yeah, you know I mean? but 
But with MJF, uh, like I said, stop overbooking his matches. Meaning that him winning the match, celebrating, and then you restart the match. It's like, why do you have to do all this? Like, why? Just have a match. Just have a match. Better. Just so wrestle the fucking match. match. That would have been way better. It makes it makes him more enjoyable to watch. Come on, man. Come on, you don't need all this extra shit. You really do not. It it, it does, man. It does. And and you don't you you don't like you were just saying. You don't need all this extra shit. Just let these guys wrestle. But I I know I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion or not. I know a lot of people love this match, and like I said, I did love the match at its core. But I just thought there was a little too much mixed in there. I thought there was yeah, a little exactly. too much mixed in there, man. And then I heard a, a lot from the people in attendance that this match dragged on. And oh although I thought the match was good for what it was, it's hard for me as a viewer to stay invested for 47 minutes with commercial breaks. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, if I'm watching the match straight through, I, I'm sure I can get into it. We've got into many 40-minute classics. You know exactly. what I mean? On, on pay-per-view. But man, with the constant commercial breaks, it, it's hard to get through. And then I heard from a lot of people in attendance, man, that it, it kind of just dragged for them. It kind of just dragged. They felt like it didn't really need to be that long. And it didn't, bro. It, it, really, it really didn't. Did it, you know, it's nothing against MJF and, and Punk. It's, it's just, just that there's guys you put in those matches and there's just guys you don't. You know what no, I mean? Guys you didn't need to. And these, yeah, and these two guys, I mean, their their promo work and stuff uh, speaks for itself. Their character work and their promo work speak for itself. They could have went out there and had a 30-minute classic and shaved exactly. the other 17 minutes off that you didn't need. But 47 minutes? That's Jesus. a time for those two. They do not need that long. They really do not. Short, sweet, and good. You're not short, but not long is what it is. Yeah, and, and, you know, that's another thing, too. It's like, you just you just did this. Exactly. Less than a month ago. Well, at, the, at this point, under a month ago. With Brian and Hangman. Mm-hmm. You know, leave these, you know, crazy long matches to New Japan. That's kind of their style. That's their groove. Their thing. You know, with like I said, with commercial breaks and stuff like that, it's just put it on pay-per-view. Hell yeah, but don't be putting this stuff on dynamite. You already don't no. have you already don't have uh, TV time as it is for exactly. you know a lot of people. So I That's think, like I said, go into a lot of things. Yeah. So. You know, the other 17 minutes, like I said, could have easily been shaved off and it would have it would have made for something that was a, a little more easier to get into and stuff like that. And like well, I said, I'm not saying I didn't like the match. No, it was I'm, good. I'm, I'm not I'm not saying I didn't like the match, but I, I thought the match was... Done it. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I thought the match was great, but I didn't think I didn't think that they they should have had them go out there for forty seven minutes and 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 wrestle. These just are two guys that you don't 
really put in that situation and it, it did drag you know the mm-hmm. coronation at the end was great him finally yeah, awesome. him beating punk and finally outsmarting the ref was great storytelling and they told a great story but a lot of that could have been shaved off man i mean oh yeah th- this isn't this isn't new japan you know what i mean that was a that even then that that was a criticism in new japan for a long time you know you watch wrestle kingdom and the show is fucking they got all these matches and the show ends up being yay long because each match is fucking an hour and a half long like jesus exactly exactly man with using when it warrants it Mm -hmm. don't reuse it and and you know with this with this, you don't want to do this too much. You don't no, want to no. do this too much, man. You you don't want to constantly have near hour long um, matches, you know, on on every dynamite, man. Did it, man. What made it special with Brian and Hangman is that that really never happens. So yeah, yep. It was dope to see. Now keep it that way. Never really do it. Do it very rarely. Absolutely. Absolutely, bro. Um, And that was AEW Dynamite for the week. Like I said, it's a shame we could have went. But the episode was good. Uh, I thought they were going to... I thought they were going to do something crazy. Being that that was free agent day. And I don't know if those plans got scrapped or not. But regardless, they didn't do them. Uh, Just a quick rundown of Rampage. Ricky Starks uh, beat Jay Lethal. Um... Darby Allen helped Sammy Guevara fend off the AHFO with oh. Jose and Isaiah Cassidy. Jose. Um, um, He's a legend. Uh, Sammy did beat Isaiah Cassidy, uh, mm-hmm. thus furthering this uh, Matt Hardy disappointment storyline. Mercedes Martinez and uh, Thunder Rosa wrestled, um, and Mercedes Martinez ended up getting herself disqualified. And then Adam Cole squashes Evil Uno. Gets on the mic afterwards and says, I'm tired of uh, being a joke. Uh, Thankfully, I'm glad you've seen it. Um, Thankfully, he said it. Yeah, he said uh, that his his loss to Orange Cassidy does not count to him, but it did piss him off. And now we are going to see a completely different Adam Cole in AEW. One Adam Cole that wants the AEW World Championship around his waist. And he threw the mic down and walked away. Be fire, bro. Good stuff. Good stuff with Adam Cole. I heard a thing. Um, Let me pull that up. I don't know how real this is, but... A rumor is a rumor, and after what Tony Khan said, rumors are running all around at the oh, moment. Yeah. So there was a post that said, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter said this. It does not show who tweeted this out or anything, so just take this as a rumor. Keith Lee is signed to AEW. Tony Khan is currently having discussions with Lee about a possible involvement in a world title feud at the Revolution pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm, I don't know. No, that's no. kind of that's kind of what you did with him when he got called up from the main roster. Exactly. So throwing him in the world title thing, and he's kind of just going to be a third wheel. 
I, I wouldn't put him in there instantly. If anything, mm-hmm. I'd have him win the TNT title first. He was an amazing TNT champ. Yeah, if and especially too. If, uh, well, just to start you guys off with this, I know everybody's seen it by now, but just to go over it, Tony Khan tweeted out. Tony Khan tweeted out that um, there's going to be a mystery. Let me pull his tweet up. Okay, so he said this three days ago after Rampage. Mm-hmm. There's three tweets. The Forbidden Door can be open from from anyone from any wrestling promotion in the world, whether or not it's a it's a company uh, AEW is on good terms with, even if it's someone from a company that's open for business, they're also welcome to slam the door in the face of their prior company. Mm-hmm. Next, he tweeted out a picture of Isaiah Cassidy versus blank question mark. Mm-hmm. And he says, with a great showing in tonight's AEW Rampage TNT title bout, Isaiah Cassidy has earned a qualifying spot in a match for the Face of the Revolution ladder match with a TNT title shot at stake. His opponent will debut on Wednesday, plus sign a contract with AEW. Isaiah versus question mark on AEW Dynamite. Uh, And then he says, the last tweet... The big announcement for Wednesday's Dynamite that we reference on Rampage, in quotations, he says, a free agent debut, and the person walking through the forbidden door are one and the same. They're walking in the door, signing a contract, and then slamming the door shut Wednesday on AEW Dynamite. Man, oh man. Predictions? Here. Um, I, I think. All right, guys, that's gonna be it for this episode. <laughs> I'm dead. Fucking Veer. I think definitely Keith Lee, bro. Just point. Really? Who else gonna be, man? I really do. Couple runners up. Mustafa. Shame. Hmm? Oh, Shane. I, I, everyone's saying him. I could see it. But oh, oh no! It, it. If it's if it's not him, I'm done with AEW. Like for oh. real. Oh yeah, truly. If I don't see Shane McMahon taking the title from Hangman Page at Revolution, this company's doing something wrong. Telling you, bro, they really are, man. It's the truth. No, yeah. Facts. Truly, man. I think it's between. It's we all know four people between Keith Lee. Shane McMahon, sadly, but he's an option <laughs> that could happen. That could Bruh. happen. Jeff Hardy and uh, Mustafa Cross. Oh. Yeah, I don't think it'll be Cross. They didn't, They fucked him over, but they didn't backstage fuck him over like that. You know what I mean? This, is, this whole person is giving me vibes of got fucked over backstage. You know what I mean? Well, so, Cross definitely did. I mean, yeah. Remember but, that helmet? Yeah, the helmet, but that was more on TV. 
don't know. I still it. There's bigger people that it happened to. You know what I mean? So Very true. those are my four. Those are my four. But I think my most likely is Keith Lee, man. I think yeah. so. My least likely, Mustafa, Jeff. I heard that he could bypass yeah. his um, you know, compete by not taking payment from WWE. Apparently, that's a thing. Really? Like, yeah. If you don't take the payment from you know, you get your last you know money from your contract. You know, if they buy it out, there's no point in leasing somebody. If you don't take it, you don't have to do your 90 or 30 days. So, could be because of that. I mean, Jeff is Jeff Hardy, bro's got bank, but could be. But I think it's going to be Keith Lee, man. I really do. Yeah. What about yeah. you, man? So, yeah, I got, I, I think I got a good four that, that I, I'm really thinking about at the moment. Uh, Bottom of the list, um, no, I'm not even, I'm not even going to put him. I'm not even going to put him. I know it's not him. So I got three. I'm going to take Mustafa mm-hmm. out. Bottom of the list, I'm going to say Karrion Cross, because he yeah. is a free agent. He was supposed to be an AEW original and I mean, just watch the last couple of months of this dude on television. Um, second. I'm going to go ahead and say Jeff, because mm-hmm. I heard Isaiah Cassidy did a little bit of teasing at Jeff as well. Oh, um, shit. I could see it being Jeff, man. I yeah, could. I, I could totally see it being Jeff. And another way Jeff could have maybe, you know, being that he worked with WWE for so long that his test came back negative, who's to say he didn't call them up and was like, dude... My test is negative. You guys tried to make me look like an asshole. I'm getting exactly. out of this fucking 90-day no-compete. Or you know? something's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. So I could see that. My number one option for sure, I think I think it will be Keith Lee. But I think so. You also have to take into consideration... Um, see, Tony Khan's kind of confusing this a little bit he's trying to throw people off which i can respect so he doesn't completely give it away he keeps mentioning forbidden door so you gotta think you do got the possibility i mean switchblade is in the states Mm -hmm. uh you got the possibility of that you have um you have the possibility of osprey's been talking about osprey's been rumored for AEW for a while as whenever he is done with New Japan this is probably going to be his next destination um and then I seen a lot of people saying Okada I don't know I don't I if if Okada comes in it's going to be periodically it's not going to be you know Okada's not signing the contract with AEW and for that same reason I don't think it'll be Osprey and for that same reason I don't think it'll be Switchblade because all these guys are under contract, so they can't sign a contract with Tony Khan. Exactly. But when TK says free agent, you know what? I do got a fourth, and I'm gonna I'm gonna still add his name to the. I'm gonna put him on the bottom. Still, I'm gonna say Johnny as a fourth, but he's my bottom. I mean, yeah, he's definitely at the bottom of the list. So it'll go Johnny Cross, Jeff, and Keith. Um, uh, yeah, so. Uh, Johnny, the reason I would say Johnny as uh, the bottom of my list because 
that's a guy that was um, not really fucked over in WWE. Kind of like Adam Cole. He kind of just did his Triple H run. He kind of did his Triple H run. Had fun. He knows what's coming, but he he doesn't have any bitterness towards the company, so he just chose to leave. Some Um, reason to slam the door in the face. Yeah, Yeah. Johnny would never do that. Yeah, but so, I mean, like I said, the the three the three guys that 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 are are at the the top of my guessing list would would definitely would definitely uh, fall under that category of being uh, creatively wronged in WWE for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's not gonna be Mustafa Ali. Um, no, I would be it? shocked if it was. It's it's not going to no. be Shane McMahon. Not, people, God no. Um, Kill me, kill me. Um. Yeah, but that. Yeah, those 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 guys are are at the top of my list for sure, man. Uh, those four. Um. But Tony Khan, like I said, with the whole with the whole signing a contract with AEW thing. Um, and then he also said a free agent signing. There's a lot of free agents out there. I mean, there's Lots even Bray. Bray. I don't think this. I don't think they would have Bray's first match be against Isaiah Cassidy. But I'm trying. I'm trying to get to the point. There's a lot of free agents at the moment. There's a lot exactly. of free agents. But I think, I think those four are definitely my front runners. But my my Same. my main prediction. I think it will be Keith Lee. I think it will be Same. Keith Lee. I think he wins. But then you got to think, too. Whoever beats Isaiah Cassidy goes into a ladder match. Hmm. Mm. Jeff Hardy is very synonymous with the ladder match. But I don't see him doing any championship stuff. Uh, Single. I don't see him... I don't see him doing single stuff to start his AEW career. I think he'll be doing tag stuff. However, Keith Lee versus Sammy Guevara... Come on. For revolution. Does Keith Lee take the championship, bro? Yes. I would say. Agreed. Definitely. Yes, 100%. because already Chris Jericho is stepping on Sammy Guevara's TNT championship uh reign again. Already, bro. The dude oh. won the fucking thing last week, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, he won it, and here we are. And he's he, show up to inner circle stuff again. And, he, and he's going to an inner circle fucking war council that has nothing to do with him. Bullshit. Bullshit, man. However, I think it will be Keith Lee. Um, Same. Like I said, and does Keith Lee take the championship from Sammy? Yes, he does. Um, Most definitely, bro. That's yeah. what I would say. Absolutely. Easy. So yeah, man. Let us know what your guys' predictions are. This is going to be a very, very intriguing episode of AEW Dynamite. Does very this Keith Lee stuff go on first, or does it go on last? This uh, mystery thing. I'd say put it on first, because the crowd will just be wanting that shit all night. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you you never want to. You never Keep want waiting. to uh, put yourself in a situation where the fans want to hijack the show. Exactly. Chant. For Jeff Hardy, or chant for Keith, Keith Lee, or Johnny exactly. Wrestling, or Mustafa Free, Free Ali, 
Exactly. Or, uh, you never want that, you know, fucking. Oh, bro, we're be singing that. I, <laughs> man, I want to see Shane just bury everyone in the company. Dude, I want to see him walk in. And it's crazy, too, because there's genuinely people that think that this shit's going to be this. See, this is the part where people people create a little too much hype for themselves, bro. Oh, 100%. People think this shit's going to be Triple H. People think it's going to be Shane McMahon. Like, yeah, Triple H is going to come in and face Isaiah Cassidy. Shane McMahon is going to come into AEW and face Isaiah Cassidy. And then another thing as well. Keith Lee, Tony Khan's been, Tony Khan's been up with his diversity as of exactly. So, black male performer debuting, black male performer. You have your big swole segment of the week, the diversity segment of the week, with Isaiah Cassidy versus Keith Lee. So, um, but Jeff makes a lot of sense. Jeff makes a lot of sense I as see well. Him. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see it, man. I really could, man. But I, I think, I really think it's going to be Keith Lee, man. I really I think, do. I think so. Uh, yeah, like I said, Jeff doesn't make any sense to be put in a TNT championship ladder match. Uh, you don't want to put a 40-something-year-old Hardy in a ladder match for his second match in AEW. And then... Um, I don't see him doing single stuff, so it kind of, no. I mean, he can always lose that ladder match, but that kind of, you know, what's the, you know, you, he, the guy just debuted, you know? Exactly. So, most definitely, um, man, most definitely. Yeah, yeah, bro, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I think we're going to see Mr. Keith Lee, man, and I think he will be taking that championship from Guevara on March oh, 8th. Oh, 100%. And I, I think they might be debuting Keith before Revolution, because they got some shit for Revolution. For Revolution. Exactly, bro. And when exactly. I say they got some shit, I think they got a lot of shit. I think so, man. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, yeah, let us know what you guys think. And I think that's that's everything for the week. Um, I think so, man. Hell yeah. So, with that, I guess that is going to do it for... I guess that's going to do it for this edition of Notorious Unscripted, man. This has been episode 77 of Notorious Unscripted, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, it has been always, always, always a pleasure for my Johnny Mayhem. And I, Sir K. And that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Heels podcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to do it for this edition, the 77th edition of Notorious Unscripted, ladies and gentlemen. Please like, comment, and subscribe. And you guys will see us Friday, and we're going to talk about, most likely talk about, who was the mystery man. So, exactly. again, please like, comment, and subscribe, and we will see you guys on Friday with the news. We'll see you guys then. Peace.